Hello, ladies and gents, and welcome to another episode of the Snubbernucker Scoop with myself, Ash, and James. And we're going to go over this week's uh, topics in WWE of Raw and SmackDown. James, how are you doing, dude? I'm doing well, my friend. How are you? Yeah, good, good, man. How you been this week? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's been a funny kind of week. It's been a busy week. A bit of a boring week at times, but it's been a busy week. But I've just yeah. finished up recording this on um, Thursday night, late Thursday night, and Arsenal have just qualified for the final of the Europa League, so I'm on a high. So you're happy? Um, yeah, you could say that. <laughs> yeah, good, good, good stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Now, um, what's happened? Nothing's really happened in my life, to be honest with you. I found a beer that I like. Oh, oh yeah. I hate, yeah, I hate beer. Beer just absolutely tastes disgusting. I don't know why, as society, we have to, you know, pretend to like it just to be social. <laughs> um, so I've, I've just not gave into that at all. And I'm like, no. Uh, but then some of the mates that I was with, like, no, dude, you need to try this. And I tried it. It was actually. Not bad. It was it was pretty it was pretty good. I'm quite surprised to be honest with you. Um, say, but it's I, like I, you don't like it either. You don't like beer either. Well, I don't I don't drink at all. So I haven't, oh, right, no, course, like, no. I haven't drunk for like maybe four or five years or something. So social protocol is a little bit wasted on me. <laughs> I don't do what the norm do. So yeah, I, I mean as long as you're happy with it. Is it is it a foreign beer or is it? Uh, I have no idea. I don't think I'll ever oh. have it again. Um, oh. Because it's it's like a a weird one fermented with tea leaves, and I think you can only get it out like artisanal places, and so right. um, yeah. yeah, it's not it's not a, a regular Weatherspoons, um, shall we say, uh, stock. <laughs> Is that where you were then, Weatherspoons? No, no, oh. <laughs> classy. <laughs> Check you out, man of the people. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Right. <laughs> nice um, yeah, but yeah, nothing really as much has been happening except obviously what we want to talk about, which is um, the main thing, right? The 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 WWE Raw and SmackDown episodes that were on this week. Um, so yeah, let's get started with Raw. So after watching the unveiling of Vince's wild card rule, does the two brand system still serve a purpose mm, who should we who should start with that one where do you want to go um yeah i'll give you my thoughts quick it's not going to take too long yeah all right um, just yeah. in the presentation of it what i would say to start with was it looked so sloppy it looked it looked like vince i mean maybe he was going for that but it looked like he had no idea what he was doing <laughs> you know he was mm. literally just sort of like running with it but that might have been the idea yeah. but um the only thing really realistically that I think it affects is like, um, you know, say, for example, we're going next week to the London shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel sorry for the kids a bit because, you know, if you're going to Raw and you're expecting to see whoever, you know, or SmackDown, you're expecting to see Roman Reigns now, you know, and then he turns up yeah. on the opposite show that you don't have a ticket for or whatever, especially with yeah. house shows as well, because they only tour the one brand for a house show. Yeah. You know, I just think there could, there's an opportunity for a little bit of disappointment there, but. I mean, bigger picture-wise, I think it's just purely um, for the time being whilst the NBA and the um, NHL are on, because mm-hmm. suppos- supposedly they've been losing um, their third hour um, and halfway through the second hour or something. I'm not sure the technicalities of it, but um, yeah. they've, been lo- they've been losing the audience pretty much to 
more competitive sports so that's why they're kind of doing what they're doing with it but um i think that translated in in raw and smackdown this week as well with the two title matches in in the last hour you know they're trying to do something to you know hook you in aren't they for that last hour yeah. so yeah but yeah i mean um realistically i just think it's a bit of a sloppy idea um especially so soon after the um after the draft itself but yeah what are your thoughts um, yeah, I agree with everything you said. Um, it seems like a quick novelty fits to um, the tanking TV ratings that are um, associated with <laughs> uh, Raw and SmackDown. You know, time and time again, the, universe, uh, the WWE Universe constantly demand for consistent good storylines, titles that mean something, and talent to get deserved usage, right? And what did WWE do? They send out Sami Zayn to complain to fans about being overly critical of the product in a half-assed, passive, aggressive way. And now they come out with this ridiculous wildcard idea, um, which I personally feel doesn't make any sense. It's completely unnecessary. And yeah, exactly for the reasons that you said, I can imagine some fans being a bit pissed off if they brought raw tickets. Um, I hope to see a particular superstar only for them to go to SmackDown instead. Um, you know, I mean, even if you, yeah, even if you agree with the wild card rule, it proved pointless on Raw as they played the same matches that were on WrestleMania anyway. It made no sense. And what does it say for Raw when SmackDown superstars are main evented on the show? Yeah. Um, I mean, so, I yeah, agree. I just, I just don't, yeah. I don't, don't agree with that. I do agree with that, but like like I say, I mean, I'm I'm not watching it live at the moment. I only kind of really watch it live when there's pay per views, um, because yeah, they're flowing. Um, yeah. And then I watch it. I do watch the Raws and Smackdowns in the build up to Mania, normally because <clears> I've got <throat> better to do in my life at that time. But um, but also, I d- you know, there's a bit more of an edge to it if you know what I mean. You don't know what's going to happen next, so to speak. But I yeah. mean, so in my from my perspective, I'm going to watch the whole show anyway. Um, so I have mo- I have noted it in my side notes. Um, you know, I, I I I was wondering where Brian was. You know, in the first mm-hmm. place, I, I, I thought that Brian and Kofi match was good. Um, for a TV match, I thought it was alright. You know, like it wasn't Mania level. Don't get me wrong, but um, you know, I think they had about what twenty minutes at the end of Raw. Yeah. Uh, and for a TV like a two segment match, I thought it was alright. You know, obviously I expected um. I expected the Kofi to come out on top. Um, can't imagine they're going to do any like really. No, he's not. He's, he's not going to lose the title before. You know, on on a show yeah. like that, for example. But um, but yeah, I mean, I thought it was all right. Um, I think Raw in general was a bit a bit low this week, a bit poor this week. Yeah. I don't think the um the wild card rule did anything <laughs> really in terms of excitement. Um. You know, what what would you have had main event Raw otherwise? Probably like another six man tag. You know, so yeah. in that in that sense, I enjoyed it in the terms of the match that we got. You know, I'm not going to turn down a Brian and Kofi rematch. I thought it was good, thought it was alright. But um, but yeah, Raw just seems to be lacking ideas, mostly. I would say, you. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Vince's the 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 point that you made about it being sloppy. Yeah. <laughs> It looked sloppy. I think what Vince was going for was like, let me try and make it look like this was spontaneous. When it clearly isn't spontaneous, obviously, right? Uh, but it just looked sloppy. Like, even when uh, Vince was like, 
to Roman Reigns. Well, I mean, two things from that, but made me laugh. I found it funny that Roman Reigns was like, I don't listen to you. I'm, it's, it's, you know, I listen to the fans. And if the fans show uh, this much noise, and I'll turn up every Monday. And I was like, yeah, great way to show, yeah. great way to show it to, great way to stick it to the boss. I'm going to work overtime. You know, I was like, <laughs> How yeah, was I gonna... <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, I'm not a Roman fan. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Um, and when he it made me laugh. <laughs> he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna listen to the fans." And I'm like, "But the fans boo you. <laughs> the fans don't want to see you. You know what I mean?" I was like, "What what what, what do you mean you're gonna listen to us? I wouldn't listen to us." Yeah. <laughs> so I just found, I just found that line quite amusing myself. You know, Roman <laughs> Roman's very creative when it comes to like promoing. Is it? You know, yeah, like no, he he, when he was doing that bit with Cena and like. <laughs> Cena was like, you know, it's your turn to talk now and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, poor, yeah. poor Roman. You know, <laughs> I, I think he's over, he's over for the time being because of all that like health issues and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But how long is that going to last? You know, we'll no, it's not going to last long. Funny he's, though, like you say, the first the first fifteen twenty minutes of Raw with this opening just looked all over the place. But maybe that's his, what I his, <laughs> his his relationship with the WWE universe reminds me of like a guy who like a. <laughs> It reminds me of like a guy who's like trying to chase a girl who's like totally over him. It was like, yeah, come on, you know, I I love you, and the girl's like, I'm not interested in you anymore, <laughs> and he's just completely still in denial, and thinks that the girl loves him. And I think that's kind of how the relationship with him and the universe, which I thought was a bit funny. Uh, but then Vince's, and then my second point was Vince's. No, you can't do it. It would be uh, anarchy. I don't know. It's just. Just the response, it was just so poor. Like, I get it, in wrestling you don't need to be an A-list Hollywood actor, but there needs to be a, a suspense of belief. And um, Vince used to have that, you know, in the Attitude Era. You know, the, the man, you know, pissed himself on live TV, for crying out loud, you know, to, to sell something. And that was him in his heyday. And I, I get it, he's getting old, but I think with that, it's just getting embarrassing now. And... You know, I'm not seeing that much bad acting since Baron Corbin was on the mic last. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I, agree uh, with you. I think Vince has had his day. You know, I feel, I just, I just can't. You know, I, I, I just don't think he warrants a reaction anymore. To be honest, when his music hits, you know, I just think like, oh come on, everyone complains about him all year round. And then as soon as his music hits, people are cheering, and I'm like, come on, that's not. We are, and it's like, yeah, it just looks all over the place. But where he's getting older, he's starting to look like a more senile old man that has no idea what he's doing. But yeah, it was amusing, probably for all the wrong reasons, but that was the opening of Raw. Well, I mean, the opening took 28 minutes for a match to start, and then after that, Sami Zayn came out and talked, so I get it why the universe is a bit pissed off. But you know, mm. what can you say? What can you say? Uh, second topic, which kind of relates to this... Um, Wild call, but just a bit broader now. On Raw, should WWE add more superstars to the roster or utilize the ones they have? Um, so I'm going to start with with this because I've been thinking about this. I mean, I've been thinking about it just generally because um, it's been something that's been winding me up about them not using the people that they have. Um, and this wild card will didn't make it any better. Um, but I think it's a little bit deeper than that. They lack, I think they lack star power, and the reason why they lack, lack star power is because they refuse to let anyone actually be stars. 
So there's a few examples of this. Sasha Banks is is who we mentioned, what in the first episode, right? In regards uh, to her, I believe so. Probably, most likely, yeah. uh, was the most overperformer in the roster, arguably, from the women's anyway, in 2015-2016. Yeah, and mm-hmm. was like a merch selling machine, but because you know, well, word for the grapevine anyway, she wasn't the company's favorite. They sacrificed her momentum by feeding her to Charlotte and Alexa, and then booking her like crap in general t- to the point where she considered just leaving altogether by just snatching the titles away short notice. Um, another example, Zack Ryder, again, super over, uh, but they just buried him and he just stopped. Uh, Intercontinental, Sorry? Uh, he had, what, the Intercontinental title, maybe, yeah. for a, a night. Um, yeah, that's Mania, it. Mania, Mania Dallas, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He lost it the night after. Lost it the night after. It, I want to say uh, Miz. I think it was Miz. That Miz? Yeah, I, think I, I think it was Miz. I can't remember. It's too long ago. But, yeah. I think well, yeah, exactly. Which proves my point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. 100% Braun, yeah. Braun, again, super over. Yet they refused to pull the trigger on him and kept feeding him to Brock and Roman and then what lost his momentum now and is now just a jobber. And, uh, you know, the way you explained it right now, Braun, all he does is chase people around the ring or, or, or like lifts up heavy stuff or throws people in heavy. Do you know what I mean? That's all, that's all he does. Yeah. Um, Asuka was on a roll, but again, fed to Charlotte and Camilla and then booked her as irrelevant. Uh, you know, even even after she, when she, even after she lost that ridiculous decision on her losing the champion um, to Charlotte, she became an afterthought, and now she's just stuck in tag team limbo. Um, and even the ones who are being pushed, like Becky, Seth, Kofi, I love them, and um, we'll, we'll speak about Kofi. Um, when, when we get into SmackDown, um, and I and I love that Kofi's being pushed, but I, I do fear of this generic WWE face booking now, where they can like spinning their wheels booking wise. Uh, Becky's rise was hurt a little. I love Becky, but you, you we had to. Well, I don't think you have to admit you can disagree, which we we sometimes do. But I thought it was a bit hurt with the nonsense leading up to Mania. By not letting her get like a decisive win over Ronda, and just her, you know, which kind of now has had an impact with her promos now, where she's coming in and saying, "Yeah, you know, I'm I'm the man, and I wasn't given this uh, shot because Charlotte was always in the spotlight, and now here I am, and now this, and now it's kind of like she's become one-dimensional now since she's got the titles, um, so I don't think." Adding more bodies to the roster isn't, is going to fit the problem. I think they have more than enough talent to work with. They just don't use them well. Um, you know, their, their, their problem is the writing or their booking philosophy. Yeah, personally. Um, yeah no, I, 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 see, I see your point. Um, I mean, I'll probably make it pretty clear a lot shorter than that. <laughs> um, so, but, I mean, just in the statement, um, current NXT roster, leave them, yes. where the he- leave them where the hell they are. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Once upon a time, a few years ago, you were excited, like, oh, yeah, I want to see blah, blah, blah on the, on the roster, on the main roster. But um, just over the years, like, you've seen it hasn't really delivered. Like, you named a few names in there, you know, like Oscar. She was undefeated in NXT. Come up yeah. to the main roster and she's been squashed a little, you know, and it's, um, 
or she's full like an afterthought type thing so in that sense and um i mean just to be honest if you went onto the website and you you went onto superstars looked under raw there's so many names on there that you don't even think of and you think oh like why why are they any kind of time any kind of tv time you know what i mean and it, it just yeah. unless it's like um you know like being fed to someone um but yeah i've got a, i've got a side note um yeah. a side note that can be brought up in this thing because i just think it's so weirdly irrelevant right now um so there was two matches on raw yeah. uh, lucha house party they faced three three nobodies um and lacey evans also faced a nobody and mm-hmm. i'm like why is why yeah. is that happening you know, yeah. like, right, don't, I, I, I did complain last week or the week before, I can't remember, about um, Strowman just squashing EC3. You know, that doesn't have to happen. But at least put on a bit more of an entertaining... I know you want these guys to go over or whatever or look strong, but you can still do that against, like, a Zack Ryder or a Kurt Hawkins if they're on a solo run, for example. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't have, I don't feel like you have to bring in randomers that we've never heard of or never seen before. Yeah. You know, to make someone look strong, it just—it's just bizarre to me, like that they're making those choices when you've yeah. got a whole load of people sitting in catering or whatever. You know, or just waiting to be called up, and it's, <laughs> it's, you know, they—I don't, you know, probably the, the only time they walk through, yeah, no, honestly, the only time they walk through Gorilla is probably to just you know pick up the chef or whatever. You know, it's just—it's um, just a bit annoying in that sense that you people are just like constantly wasted, you know. Um, Do you think yeah. it's probably because they don't want to invest in creating another Stone Cold or Rock due to the fact that they they may jump ship to Hollywood or go to somewhere bigger than WWE? Um, I don't know, really, because you have to be a kind of a, a one-off kind of person to be that kind of character. No, but they've been... You know, yeah, it, but I mean, not particularly the character Stone Cold, but you know someone who is just really, really big now that yeah, he, they could leave WWE because it this happened plenty of times. In I mean, your it, latest is John Cena in the sense of films. Yeah, that exactly, exactly. In terms of films that you actually want to watch, because I mean, I think I think it was a B team at some point. I think it was last week. They they threw like reference to the fact that they were in like the Marine. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I think, think it was it. like based on a meme. The and it just was based it, on a meme, right? You know, that, that made me smile a bit because I was like, yeah, I mean, what, it's just irrelevant. You know, WWE studios haven't really hit the big time as such in terms of their films, you know. But um, but no, I, I think you've got to be a once in a... I don't want to say once in a lifetime because it's a cliche, but, um, you know, you've got to be a once in a, in a decade or, or whatever kind of person to be that potential yeah. act- actor. You know, it is, it is crossoverable. You know, when you look at someone like Edge that's in Vikings now, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's very believable as a Viking or whatever, you know, but um, in terms of like action, big blockbuster flicks or whatever, you're looking at Cena um, in the Transformers one and obviously The Rock's doing his own thing now. I, I actually think The Rock is probably more known for his film work than he is for being a wrestler now. I think the wrestler stuff's an afterthought. You know, people know the rock. In this generation, actor. absolutely. In I think the rock is known as an actor. Yeah. You know, so, he's, he's a name. He's a name, a worldwide name, not a wrestling name. Mm-hmm. Whereas John Cena, to me, like, he was hosting the Ellen show the other week. Yeah, and, he was, uh, yeah. For me, it was just sort of like, yeah, he's still a wrestler wearing a, sh- wearing a suit. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, trying mm-hmm. to get over in Hollywood, if you know what I mean. So, but then, well, I mean, uh, yeah. you know, other, uh, Roman Reigns has just done a little bit for... Um, 
yeah, Hobbs and Shaw, right? He's in Shaw, Hobbs and yeah, Shaw. Like, yeah, obviously The Rock pulled some strings to get him in or whatever, but <clears throat> promo-wise, he ain't, he ain't over as a promo, so he ain't going to be a, an actor, is he? You know, I just can't see realistically... Um, even What you say about Becky Lynch, I mean, she just did um, a Marine film, I think. I mean, yeah, I, think, did, yeah. I think it's good for them because to be in front of a, of a camera more doesn't have to be in front of a TV audience or whatever, but being in front of a camera and working the camera better, you know, I think that's only going to help their in-ring work, personally. But, um, but yeah, no, I just can't see anyone currently on the roster. Well, I mean, I said, I said Hollywood, but I mean, just, but then I said bigger than WWE, so it doesn't necessarily mean Hollywood. It was just like an example. But what, what, but the reason why I think that idea comes up a lot is because of many examples. For example, you got Hogan who got Hogan who got bigger than WWE, so he could walk whenever he wanted to, to the extent that he jumped ship to a rival company to make more money and made like mad creative demands on WCW. Bret Hart, we all know, got creative control written into his contract, and obviously that's when uh, the Montreal school job happened, right? Uh, Stone Cold walked out when he disagreed with creative. Obviously, it was put out there, you know, he took his board and went home. And, you know, Steve has said time and time again, it's one of his biggest regrets of doing it. But the fact that he got that big enough to do that, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it was, is, is, you know, um, Batista, now he's, he's, he's got a successful career in Hollywood, just like The Rock. Um, Brock, like... I have no doubt that the booking of Brock for him having the title this long is the fact that he's gotten big enough to be able to say, well, if I've not got the title for this amount of time, there's no point in me staying around WWE. I might as well just go to UFC. Um, yeah, I mean, I see what, I see what you said. I totally forgot about Batista, to be honest, because I should have thrown him in there with a Cena and Brock. Talk, but, um, yeah, no, Brock, Brock Lesnar, I heard a really good uh, comparison this week uh, on yeah. another podcast. Um, he is WWE's fan of. <laughs> you know, that is literally what he is. He's a, like, yeah. he's a universe destroyer, effectively. But yeah, um, yeah. in terms of what you're saying about UFC, I don't know if this is kind of news or not. But supposedly he don't. He's retiring from UFC. He he doesn't want to do it. Um, I'm not sure how much truth there is in that. So again, don't hold me to it. Um, but yeah, I've heard that he's not. He doesn't want to do it, and he's you know I think because he's he's aging now really as well. You know, yeah. he don't want to get up. You know what I mean? He wants to look the strong guy wherever he does or wherever he goes. But mm-hmm. no, t- there are what, what's nice at the moment, um, especially with stuff coming up. Um, there is another option for them now. You know, um, if old uh, John Moxley turns up at AEW, for example, there is yeah. that option now, and that's nice. And we haven't seen that for so long, and that's mm-hmm. why the product hasn't been that great, like for so long, if that makes sense. Because like. Yeah. You need a little bit of competitive rivalry, don't you? And you, you know, not uh, not from your own soul. Because as soon as um, Triple H and NXT, you know, starts to get a little bit of a, a murmur, Vince can squash it as much as he wants, you know, or take the best talent from it and leave him, you know, um, looking weaker again. So, you know, it's all part and parcel. But uh, from just going back to the original question, I can't see anyone from this current crop that's going to be a movie star. Put it that way. Well, yeah, not a movie star, but you know, just to not get big, not get not get as big as the WWE, where they could just jump ship and you know, even not become a movie star. But go, you know, Austin's not really. I mean, he's been in a couple of films, 
you know, Christ, I mean, even Triple H has been in, in, been in Blade. But what I mean is, like, go over to just say, well, you know what, I don't need you anymore, Vince, I can. Um, and I think probably maybe Vince is terrified of that happening again. So he, he wants people not to get too big because he still wants to be able to, like, control them at the end of the day so that, you know, they don't have that power to go, okay, well, I'll just jump shit. Which, personally, for me, I think that's a flawed uh, philosophy if the WWE have that because look I mean look it's a circle of life really isn't it you create a star you use that star as much as you can and then you build the next one so even if they leave they still have that capacity if they're that big um, like the Rock Cena or Batista to come back um, once in a while to a Wrestlemania and, and do something in fact that's the prime example of why you should build stars right is, is... It definitely draws up more eyes to the product once. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, they keep coming back to the ones they had or the ones that left, built a bigger name for themselves. Do you know what I mean? And then, you know, that draws yeah, I mean, a crowd. Uh, there's another name that you could arguably throw into that conversation as well that I was just thinking of whilst you were just speaking. Yeah. Um, Chris Jericho. Because he is involved, yeah. with, he's involved with so much other stuff. So, like, he's yes. a musician with Fozzy. He's Fuzzy, touring yeah. all the time. I mean, this is how big... Um, I think Fozzy are quite a big band. I mean, it's not really my style, so I don't really know. But um, he was doing a show on the same date as WrestleMania this year. You know, he did. Um, I think he was doing a show somewhere and then doing like a WrestleMania screening afterwards or something. But I mean, he's uh, he's put he he did it last year and he's doing another one this year. But he's doing his cruise again. Um, yeah. He's rock rock and rock and wrestling at sea or whatever it's called. And then obviously <laughs> he he's just been. Um, He's just been announced for another New Japan match before this all uh, double or nothing ones even happened. Um, it's not with Omega, but it is with somebody else um, who I don't know. But um, but yeah, I mean Jericho is a big draw, you know. And I think yeah. um, WWE were really bitter when he left because yeah, he, he, he was on the promo screen, you know, when it's like dun 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 that bit. Um, when yeah. it first comes on, but then they replaced him with Cesaro. Apparently, well, they should have given him what he wanted, and they <laughs> you know, didn't, did they? So... No, because like you say, he wants to kind of work freelance, really. Yeah. You know, yeah. and he wants to kind, of, you know, it's like with this AEW thing. Because I watched the um, the original press uh, conference when they did it outside the Jaguars Stadium, yeah. and um, when Jericho come out, everyone was like really shocked and astonished, and I was like, but why? <laughs> you know what I mean? I kind of half expected him to be there because. Why wouldn't he want to support something? You know, he's away from WWE now, and he, wrestling is in him. You know, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that just to end on that one. Yeah, Jericho is another name for you there. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, any other bullet points that you got from Raw? Um, yeah, I've got a few bits. Um, so we're going to pick up. I'm, I'm going to mention him in the, in the SmackDown talk, but um, <laughs> my, my man, Sammy, Sammy Zayn. Oh, for um, sake. He got dumpstered, which is an old school move, which I was quite <laughs> like. I found that quite amusing. And um, yeah, the way like, um, have you seen... It's, the no, it's no portable toilet, but I'll take it. <laughs> no, I, um, have you seen the Scream films? Um, yeah. I know they're a bit old now, but when he was uh, waiting for the, um, the shutter to go up, <laughs> it just reminded me of the girl in the cat flap. <laughs> and I just thought that was really funny. But I thought, yeah, um, I enjoyed that little bit. Um, yeah. The other bit, yeah, we won't speak too much about that because I don't know how you feel about saying. Um, Robert no, Roode. you can speak to us, but you... <laughs> I'm going to save it for the SmackDown bit as well, so because uh, okay. I've got Santa. Um, yeah. But yeah, R- Robert Roode, another thing. Um, mm-hmm. I think I didn't count it, 
But I want it like it was so excessive. The way the stress on the name Robert, it was yeah, constant. Yeah. And they're yeah. so that it's so WWE. When they want to force something on you, they say it so much into a point where you're just saying it yourself by accident. It is really <laughs> clever. It's really clever. But I was laughing to myself at how excessive it was. Um, that also being said, I've got a I've got a slash next to that, and just the three letters six thirty um, because what we were saying last week about um, Ricochet. And he's he did a shooting star last week, um, and he's back to the six thirty again this week. So, not sure if there's anything more to be said or seen about that one. But um, mm. yeah, How you feel about Robert Roode? Do you want to have a little input there to start with, or you're not really that bothered? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll dust uh, that one off. I know it's yeah. just something to say. I'm making notes each week, just of little things that I've picked up that are out of the normal. You know, and that excessive name usage was just out of the normal to me, and it made it just made me laugh because it was so pathetic. Uh, my last for Raw was um, just a revival. Um, what the? Oh, fuck was okay, that? that was surprising. Uh, I thought he was going to say something else. Oh, really? No, no. I was yeah. just going to say about the revival. It's just, they've just become a joke, you know. Like, I, I, <laughs> I mean, I joked about the whole shower scene last week, but like, I connected that to the pen. <laughs> connected that to the whole Uso penitentiary thing so it kind of made sense in my mind but this yeah. this, this week seeing them like slide around on their ass on the stage and yeah. shit no it was just oh, it's just so stupid I was you like know, are you taking the piss literally I was like what's going on these guys you know it's hard to it's hard to say for a lot of the roster but these two guys are professional wrestlers do you know what mm-hmm. I mean yeah and how it's being treated and I just yeah I just feel sorry for those two guys but... it's not dignified is it like, I mean in, well, then, let's be honest there's been a lot of things that haven't been that being that have said, been undignified in WWE but for sure but that that being said a couple of months ago um before mania and all the rest of it they were talking about throwing in their um like resignation or their release and maybe they've given they said to us, you know if you don't mind doing a few stupid things here and there you know we'll we'll kind of put you back in an angle so maybe it's really well i find it hard to believe man you know how 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 could how could that convince how could that convince wrestlers to stay they're on okay stay please stay um we'll we'll find something good for you we'll we'll get you to shave your back and we'll get you to run around in your ass like it may not have been it may not have been pitched to them in that exact terms, but I mean, in the sense of like, you know, if you don't mind doing a few stupid little things, um, you know, we'll we'll get you back on TV regularly, you know. And um, yeah, I mean, they're a long way from where they were in NXT. Uh, yeah, you know, forced to be reckoned with. Proper now it's just... wrestlers, but now you know they, they're just annoying <clears throat> to me how they are a bit of a joke. But I imagine the kids probably lap that up. Um, they probably loved all that nonsense. So. Yeah, that was my last talking point of Raw. Um, I'm curious, though, now. What, what did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to mention about the Iconics. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, I've got a little note for that later, kind oh, of. Okay. Um, I guess it's Raw. They, they, they take main event, don't they, before Raw? Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Peyton uh, faces Nikki this week on That's main right, event. Yeah. There's something to see there, maybe. I haven't seen it yet, but um, I'm gonna. I've got to try and track it down. Is it? I don't know if it's on the network. Is it main event? I'm. I'm not sure. I never really. I never really watch it unless I'm at the show. Um, (laughs) It's It's kind of like a little. It's a little thing that happens. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I've never watched it back on the network or anything. But I'm gonna try and track that down at some point and watch that. So, 
Yeah, no, that's raw. That's me. No, yeah, it was just a promo, so I was just thinking of what you was just... But it wasn't really anything. No, that's what I say. But I do love those ladies. Don't get that messed up. But... (laughs) Like, okay. It looks... It feels like they're coming... Uh, What's the polite way to say it? See, they've rendered... The muscle ticket. That's how great they are. Bollocks, you speak. <laughs> Let's not take the piss. Go on. Look, I mean, I think they're they are um, they 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 seem like they're 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 going for the obnoxious um, Edge and Christian angle, but they're more coming from the annoying Vicky Guerrero angle, and it's just getting really like even their voice is really grating on me. I don't know why, but. The accent, probably. Uh, no, I, I understand. Same accent, because I like, I like Australian accent. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know if I see the Vic. I don't know if I see the respect, but I definitely see Edge and Christian in there. You know? No, we don't, what? No, come on, don't take the piss. That is, I mean, that is I disrespectful to Edge and Christian. Oh no, no, because that's what they were all about in the early days. You know, with kazoos and shit. They were doing all no, Edge and Christian had some like swag to them, man. The what was comedy, it? Uh, comedy the, the, yeah, the comedy three second rule and taking the photos and then tip like that was just gold. That, yeah. that shit just had five, me five howling. Seconds. But five the, you were looking, yeah, at yeah. But the the what is it? The we should call the wild card rule the iconics. Like shut up, that's not funny. It's not original. It's not clever. Do something more than just utilizing your voice just to show you that you're Australian. Um, I, I, do, I do think they're great. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I, find them, I find them highly amusing. I think they're brilliant. But, you know, not, they're not going to be funny week on week, if you know what I mean, because that's the role that they're in. Um, never funny. You know, but, no, they are, though. That's the thing. Like, I, they were my highlight of the week last week because of their comments. <laughs> there you are. You know, but, um, it depends. It's not always going to work. You know, it's, uh, like you say, comedy is a hard thing to, um, to master. And... Uh, you got to remember as well, these two girls are new to like, I mean, they're not new to wrestling. They're, they're almost like veterans in terms of wrestling, but they're new well, to like... We talk about comedy. <clears throat> my, high, my, com- my highlight of the week is actually a comedy bit, which uh, I don't know whether it was impromptu or not, but I thought it was just gold, but I'll mention it at the time of when we mentioned our highlights of the week. All right, sweet. Yeah. Um, ready for Smackdown? Smackdown, okie dokie. So... Uh, first um, topic for SmackDown has Kofi Kingston proving himself to be a top WWE champion after this week by defending his title twice you want to go first or um, okay yeah I'll keep it short and simple because um, mm. I think it's pretty obvious personally um, and absolutely he has um, I love the way they're pushing Kofi I mentioned my um, you know concerns um before, um, but generally, this whole pushing him and going out there and fighting, I love the fact that he's putting that title to work, so to speak. You know, uh, you know, he's fighting everybody. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if Rey Mysterio's son Dominic is going to come next week and Kofi's like going to give him a title shot or something. I, I love <laughs> everything uh, about him. Um, you know, defending it and being a fighting champion, um, and I also. Um, discovered this. He's already defended the title more times than Brock Lesnar has done 
um, on his second reign as a champion. And, and I'm talking about televised events. So, Brock, he's defended at WrestleMania 2019, WrestleMania, uh, Royal Rumble 2019, and WrestleMania 35, right? Well, is, Kofi's, that, um, is that based on when he picked up the belt in Saudi Arabia? Because that wouldn't yeah. have been... A- that wouldn't have been yeah. like a full-on calendar year, but okay. No, I see. I see that point. That you know, in terms of the actual fact. Well, it doesn't have to be a calendar year, though. I'm just talking about how many times he's defended it. Yeah, no, like in terms of, Yeah, in terms of where he picked the belt back up because uh, Roman had to give it up, didn't he? Yeah, he had to give it up. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that makes sense. In where terms Kofi, of, he's 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 defended it the Raw after WrestleMania 35. Then he's defended it this week Raw, and he's defended it on SmackDown. So yeah. already he's surpassed him. <clears throat> which I think is 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 is, is uh, uh, personally I think it's good that he's he's they're they're trying to really cement in the fact that it's not a fluke. He's a worthy champion. He is defending it day in day out, um, and he's you know he he's a main event star. Um, I like his I like his feud with um, Ko. Um, I love KO anyway, but I like that feud that he has with KO. Um, I liked it when he, you know, there was that bit of glimmer of, of you know, old school love between KO and Sammy. Like he tried to sabotage it uh, for Kofi so that Sammy could get it because, like, he he hit the uh, Blue Thunder one like three times, wasn't it? Times, um, yeah, and that third yeah. one was proper stacked as well. Yeah, yeah. His, his quality. I mean, it's, it's not really his. Good. It's not his finisher, but it, I mean, it's it's still a pretty good move. It's a strong, um, it's a, it's a strong, it's a strong signature. It's a strong yeah. signature, absolutely. Yeah, sure. uh, so um, to say that he got out of it three times, um, you know, is 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 a strong indicator that they're they're trying to get it through the universe. This guy is, you know, the real deal, whether some people believe, you know, want to believe it or not. So um, yeah, I think he's proved himself. Um, I think he will continue to prove himself. Um, I'm 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 almost certain now. I'm pretty. I I I I think that he will be victorious in Money in the Bank, but we'll get deeper into my reasons why and all of that when we do the uh, pre-show predictions. But yeah, um, has he proven himself? Yeah, I think he has. Okay, I'm gonna flip flip the um the coin a little bit here and talk <coughs> firstly about my man Sammy. Thanks. So yeah. um. You remember me saying last week that a year from now, I anticipate Sami Zayn being a main event playoff. Yeah. Right? That that was heard, yeah? I hope all our listeners heard that. One week, (laughs) Ash. One week. Why are you getting that? Because that was... One week, and he's in a WWE Championship match. You can't tell me that... Was that the main event in SmackDown? Yeah, it was. And, that, um, was the main, that was the last match of SmackDown. That was the last match. Last match to go on on SmackDown. And um, Sami Zayn was in there. And he wasn't there to just make up the numbers either because I thought it might have just been like, you yeah, know, Sami Sammy kind of... was there just to take the pin. That was all nonsense. Was. Absolute nonsense. Um, and what you said briefly about um, the Sami Zayn and KO stare down, I'm lo- I was loving that. I thought, okay, you know, like... Mm. I, don't get me wrong, I didn't think Sami Zayn was going to beat Kofi like, on SmackDown. Didn't see that happening at all. I just like about what potentially could happen down the line again with Sammy and Ko. You know, yeah. I thought that was cool. Um, yeah, like what you saying about Ko. Um, so that was my Sammy um, marking out moment. Um, I'll move on to Kofi. Uh, interesting what you were saying about the um, the title reign uh, factually about you know Brock Lesnar and all the rest of it. 
my personal opinion on that is that um, I don't think that is hard to beat. Um, and what you're going to have to remember about Kofi as well is that he's going to be defending it every night of like the UK tour on, in dark matches. Um, probably against Brian. I'd imagine it would be against Brian. I imagine that would be the, the, the kind of... Um, really? Uh, now, that it's, now that he's tagged? Um, I imagine so. it would be. I imagine that it would be the um, announced match for the for the tour. Um, personally, that's what I would anticipate because they normally do like a Mania rematch or whatever rematch. Yeah. On the house. Uh, we're obviously going to get something a little different um, on Tuesday or whatever Monday and Tuesday next week at Raw and SmackDown taping. But um, the only thing I, I understand why they're doing it, and I understand why he was on Raw. But he was also on Raw the night after Mania. And I'm just like, I understand why they're trying to get him in the limelight and put him there. But I'm like, don't don't max him out. Don't don't put him, you know, so we're bored of him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, let me yeah. let me look forward to seeing Kofi. Don't don't make it about Kofi and the fact that that's why we're bored of Roman Reigns, because he's on yeah. every fucking show. You know, and this is this is my this is my fear about the uh, the booking that I mentioned before. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I just think, like, I understand why Kofi would want to do it as well. You know, get your name out there, get your face out there as much as you possibly can. And obviously from WWE's standpoint. But for me, um, sometimes less is more. You know, yeah. let, leave, leave you wanting. Um, especially when it's a title picture. I don't need to see a title match um, every week on TV. Um, I don't need to see... As long as Kofi is, um, you know, suggesting I'm going to have a match with the top guy who's here or whatever... So for this week, it was AJ and Sammy. Um, yeah. The title doesn't need to be on the line for me in that in that setting for, to prove that he's a worthwhile champion because with the title, it still needs to hold its prestige and you still need to earn that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, no, I, absolutely. I, I get it. From, from a creative standpoint, you're, I'm, not I'm anyone looking, can just rock up and say, I want a, yeah, I want a title for sure. and get it. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I'm looking at it as, what if AJ won? So AJ's going to go to Money in the Bank and face Seth Rollins for another title, is he? Do you know what I mean? It just doesn't make creative sense in that for me, personally. Uh-huh. But maybe because I'm thinking about it too too hotly. But um, but yeah, other than that, I think um, I think Kofi's doing good. I'm quite happy with how he's performed. Every, I mean, match, every match of Kofi's is delivered as well. You know, he's got it. I'm not sure what it is, but he's got it. So like, well, that, that match for Kofi... Go on. ...was... Personally, I I think that's that that redeemed a diabolical Raw the day before. SmackDown was miles ahead of Raw. Yeah, and I, I think really it was due to that match. Um, yeah, there was a moment in the match that I just thought was clever, and I'd not really seen it before. But um, where um, AJ does his like moonsault off the top, um, off the middle, mm-hmm. lands in like a kind of reverse DDT um, stance, yeah. and then he was about to drop Sammy, and then. Um, Kofi did the um, SOS on both yeah. of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, that looks so cool. Because I didn't see that coming. <clears throat> I just thought that um, AJ was going to just drop Sammy at that point. But yeah, it was kind of like because um, that's hard to do as well. Like especially with two people that you're not used to working regularly. Um, I thought that was cool. That was probably my favourite move in that match. Actually, um, talk about a blue thunder bomb. The only thing with that was um, I would have I would have liked to have left it at two, like. Thunder bombs rather than the third one because that although it makes Kofi look strong and he's kicked out and he's resilient, makes Sammy look weak. You know what I mean? As if to say, yeah, oh, yeah, that, 
mean, that has no merit anymore. That match, that yeah, match. you say like, <laughs> it's not his finisher, but he could win a match on it, you know, and the fact yeah. that he's just done three of them and it didn't pick up a win just kind of eliminates that move a little bit. So that would probably yeah. be my only critique on the actual match itself. But yeah, but yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it either way. Uh, I mean, with wildcard happening again, what wasn't it supposed to be four superstars, but five came out on, on SmackDown? I thought it was supposed to be three. I swear. No, I'm... because he said three, and then Lars. But came how does out. it work? I'm calling him Lars now um, because it will be changed. It will be changed to Lars as opposed to Lars Sullivan, just like Andrade and Ali and others. Yeah. People don't get uh, so I'm putting that out there first, before, and then when you heard it first, you know that you heard it from the Subnaka Scoop. Uh, so yeah, um, regards to uh, the the wild card rule, it was free, but then um, he was on the phone. Um, going, yeah, you know, Vince, I'm talking about, I'm raw, going, I'm a genius. What do you think? It was great, right? And then Lars came up to him, and then he goes, uh, it's actually four now. It's four. I've just changed my mind. So, the, of course, that, being intimidated by Lars. Um, so. I include the, um, the Usos then as a... As a so, as I'm saying, yeah. Well, I mean, of course, you know then, I mean? That, then that's five then. It's AJ, it's not, Sammy, but, Usos, but, and Miz. As a tag team, would that not count as one rather than two? No, yeah. it's two people. Like, no, but especially if they're twins. <laughs> I can't tell them apart anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's still two two people though, right? Like, yeah. that's still five. Yeah. You, you can't, I mean, sorry. Yeah, they're, want, they're, a, they're a unit. I want to talk a, a little. Um, <laughs> I want to talk, talk a little about the Usos. Um, I'm I'm hoping we're kind of there with that question. Did you want to add any more to that question before I move you on? Move on. Um, no, no. So it's only because it, it only because it organically flowed into the next. Yeah, bit. I just yeah, wanna, yeah. Just, just, just talk about the Usos. So, um, uh, them and the Revival, right? I think are the two best tag teams in WWE. Um, okay. hands, hands down at the moment. Yeah. Um, but the only thing that's bothering me with the Usos is that they love a bloody super kick. And, um, does, oh man, <laughs> it wasn't I mean, like Super Kick City, right? Uh, like, <laughs> I mean, it, it does look good, it's a pretty move, but I don't need to see like <laughs> 25 of them in one match. And it's annoying, I mean, I reckon um, Shawn Michaels is probably just sitting there like shaking his head. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he used to do one and done, that was it. And um, yeah. I feel like the kick, Super Kick has just lost all merit. Yeah, like, yeah. Last few because when Shawn did it, you're like, okay, that's it. It's yeah, out, it was one done. and done, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now he made it a special thing. Like he saved it to like the last part of the match where you think, now if she, if Sean does pull this off and it connects, and yeah. it's over. It, it, you know, it meant something. But now it's just like the Glasgow kiss or any or anything else that seems to look good but doesn't really do anything. Yeah, um, I mean, like I say, it's a, it is a pretty move, and the Usos do do it really well. I think they do deliver it really, really well. But it just might mean nothing anymore for me. It's just, um, it's just a, a filler move, you know. But um, yeah, that was just the only critic on that. Uh, yeah, just to talk about the tag um, a bit. Yeah, right. So uh, that brings basically, us. Yeah, have you got a question for that then? Well, yeah, it brings us to the next topic, really, doesn't it? Uh, which was, were Daniel Bryan and Rowan the ideal SmackDown tag team champs? Okay, so I'll go on first on this one, just as I was on, <laughs> as I was on a roll. Um, so we didn't call this team, did we, last week? No, 
um, which is good. this is which is good because we don't want to we don't want to be those guys that are predicting everything and then we say oh it happened you know what I mean because mm-hmm. like all right we can put ourselves over great but we the whole point of this show is that like um, we like surprises and things and um, I thought this was a good one and um, yeah I did I did really enjoy it um, and like I say with the whole super kick thing I felt and like where the where I heard the um, comparison with Rowan as um, Thanos. Um, oh yeah, sorry. I've I've heard two. I, I said Brock earlier, but I've heard another one um, with Rowan looking like Thanos, even though he's got a massive beard or whatever. But yeah, again, it's like with no, all I, don't the I don't see that. With all the super kicks hitting him, I was kind of like, yeah, they're building him up as this kind of massive tree type. Um, yeah. yeah, sorry. Just to give a shout out to um, Around the Ring podcast. Um, friend of mine lives in Oklahoma. I see him at WrestleManias and stuff. It's a, it's another fan podcast like ours and. Um, they did quite a little uh, fun little spot this week um, where they, they both saw Endgame and they were basically giving their um, uh, characters from Endgame as wrestlers. And one of them said Brock Lesnar as Thanos and the other one said Eric Rowan as Thanos. So that's where I got my wires crossed. But, um, but yeah, I, 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 quite, I quite liked in the sense of like, you know, he's going to be hard to chop down, if you know what I mean. And that's with like the crazy amount of super kicks that hit him. But um I liked when, um, you know, like Team Hell No with Brian and um, Kane. And um, mm. I think this has got that potential as well because, like, uh, Brian does all the um, scrappy kind of stuff, if you know what I mean. And I quite yeah. like, I think that's good for his character. And, um, yeah, I'm quite, I was quite pleased with the titles. I mean, it'd be interesting to see what, what they come out with next week, being vegan and all the rest of it. They might come out with completely different tag titles. Oh, which, yeah, the belts. Which will then make some more money for the WWE shop because, I mean, um, at this year's Mania on the Thursday when the Superstore opened, those Daniel Bryan organic titles or whatever you yeah. want to call them, they sold out in an hour. Do you know what I mean? At four hundred dollars yeah. a pop, they sold out in an hour because people have to have these things. You know, Crazy. so there's another little there's another little money making gimmick there for um for them to to have some organic belts for a little while. But um, but yeah, I was quite happy with um with them winning. To be honest, I think I think that's quite good from a creative standpoint. What do you think? Um, I'm indifferent. Uh, like I said last week, I had no idea who would be front runners. Neither of us did. Um, I mean, we like a shock factor, but it wasn't that we we had an idea. We just didn't want to say anything. It's just because we just generally had no idea who would be front runners. No one stood out, um, which kind of really is crazy when you think about it. Because when it happened, I was like, "Freaking hell!" Of course, you know, it made sense. Now that uh, DB lost the title at WrestleMania, him and Rowan would team up and would try and be a force uh, as tag team champions. It makes absolute sense. Um, and so when they did win against Usos, because obviously, you know, d- d- despite them doing the wild card thing, you know, Usos weren't going to win it on, on SmackDown and then go back to Raw. Um, you know, it, it made sense for them to win and, and be, be, uh, be champions. Um, and I'm happy. Uh, I, I do. I'm gonna have to point out. I did love this SpongeBob and Patrick. <laughs> this SpongeBob and Patrick retro. That was pretty funny. But um, yeah, I'm 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 happy because I I, I love DB. I love him as face, uh, and I love him as heel. And I think his rant um, about the seriousness of the tag team champions and being main event stars as tag champs was pretty fucking good, man. Um, you know, personally, for me, he's the best promo superstar right now. 
he's just he's so so good on the mic um and some of the things he says although uh you know you love to hate him because of this like dick attitude that he's got <laughs> you're thinking ah oh, shit he's right though <laughs> with me anyway I'm just like, yeah, it, you know, him talking about the, the seriousness of the tag teams and how, you know, it's seen as a joke and we want to be not just great tag teams, but forced to be reckoned with and be main eventing WrestleMania's tag team. I thought it was just brilliant. I loved it. Um, I can't wait to see what they do now um, further on. And it's one of the top three things I'm looking forward to going into the uh, tapings that's going to happen next that's sweet when they come to London. So, yeah. Um, I haven't really got any side notes for SmackDown. Um, the only thing is, yeah, we're we're going, we're both going to the show um, next mm-hmm. week. Um, one thing I am excited for, you're excited for that. Um, uh, Paige um, came out and announced that Sonya and Mandy will be facing Kyrie and Asuka. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I think that'll be quite fun. Um, yeah. I like I like both sets of teams actually um, in truth um, mm. and, uh, and I've got a massive uh, a massive heart for Paige as well if you know me personally you know how much I'm into that woman and yeah. Um, and yeah I'm looking forward to seeing her back on her home country coming out and seeing all her little freaks that'll be fun so um, yeah. yeah that's literally my only side note from Smackdown this week yeah um, nothing really much um you know, nothing that we've not really said before about what we've observed and, you know, the Miz and Shane thing again, you know, it, I mean, it is what it is. We'll see how it will drag out. But it, it's like you say, it's, we, we talked about it quite in depth last week. Last probably, week. So, yeah, that's why I've not really yeah. decided to speak on it um, this week, yeah. um, unless anything significant happens in the live tapings. But, you know, I think we will be going over the live tapings. Um, just as we did this week, yeah. next week. So, yeah. Um, what else has been going around the uh, rumour that you wanted to speak about in WWE in general? Um, so, I'm aware that you don't watch it as regularly as I would like to watch it. But, um, mm. I like to stick with NXT. Um, yeah. Because I find, if you, especially if you've had a full war on SmackDown, it is a quite a nice little pick-me-up because the taping has happened so far in advance, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so just to kind of recap you a little bit. From last week, we had the debut of um, Kushida. Um, yeah. Face Cassius Ono, who seems to kind of be like the gatekeeper of NXT at the moment. Um, but I'll tell you what, that match did absolutely nothing for me. Um, I don't know who Kushida is, and <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't enjoy the match. I'll be honest. I didn't. It's not something new or something that I haven't seen before. If you know what I mean, um, yeah. from that Japanese style uh, or whatever. Um, so yeah, that didn't really do a whole lot for me. Um, on this week's one, there was a couple of matches though. Cause on NXT, you tend to get like two good matches and then like a couple of weird little segments in between. Um, and on this week, we had Mia Yim. Uh, versus Bianca Belair, which I yeah. kind of enjoyed. The only thing that bothers me about Bianca Belair is that she keeps saying I'm undefeated when she isn't. <laughs> and we all know that she <laughs> isn't. It's like maybe she's trying to adapt that word to kind of mean something else, like a kind of slogan. But yeah, undefeated to me means that you haven't lost and you've lost. So, yeah, um, that will never change, no matter so how much you no want sense. to. Um, Mia Yim, so um, I'm, a big, I'm a big fan of hers. Um, I remember seeing her in like TNA under a different name. I believe she was Jade in TNA. 
Uh, that might be wrong. You might want to double check that. But um, I remember seeing her in the Mae Young Classic, um, uh, which I really liked because, you know, I'm a big fan of women's wrestling in general. Uh, Mae Young Classic, is, I was all over that shit. And yeah. um, Mia Yip got to the semi-finals, I believe, and lost to Tony Storm in like a proper classic. Um, if you can go back and watch that, um, that was awesome. Um, and yeah, I, I really want Mia to succeed. I think she's really good. Um, I just think maybe I, I like her. I mean, she's a completely different character and a completely different gimmick to what she was on um, on TNA. She was a bit more glam kind of Barbie type on TNA, and now she's like a bit of a badass. So. She, um, I enjoyed that match as well because it leaves it open because uh, Bianca Belair kind of beat her with like a dodgy roll-up type thing where it looked like um, her shoulders weren't down and it was a bit of a scrappy finish which I liked because it, it keeps the fire burning on that Yeah. Um, I mentioned it last week um, as something I was looking forward to it was um, Matt Riddle and Adam Cole um, the match was, was good um, good to great actually and um, the fact that the chance, the chance of the crowd were like uh, both these guys and fight forever and things like that. I mean, I know it's quite a hot crowd anyway at Full Sail University, but like this match actually deserved those kind of chants because it was a good match. Um, and again, we've um, I touched on it last week with the whole Roderick Strong angle. Looks like they're still going with that because, um, again, uh, Roderick Strong came out, tried to help Adam Cole make up for last week. And again, it backfired. Matt Riddle got the win. Um, and then NXT went off the air. But then on WWE's Twitter and on the website, they had a little backstage short shot where they were like outside the arena and yeah. Roderick took off his Undisputed Era t-shirt and his armband and threw it at Adam Cole. And um, he kind of went one way and the other two guys went with Adam Cole. So, yeah, that looks like that's going to disband. Mm. That will be the yeah. next take, which I believe um, they've announced for the summertime, I think, because um, they said... Triple H said it's the 25th um, NXT TakeOver, which I thought was astonishing, and I thought he'd got it wrong, <laughs> to be honest. And I went back and looked, and I was like, fucking hell, we're 25 TakeOvers in. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, um, yeah, TakeOver is always so good. I know I know, you just watch the TakeOvers, but, um, yeah, I'm invested in NXT so much. That's why I've kind of reserved a little bit of time to speak about it, because I do honestly believe it's a third brand. And if you like wrestling... Oh, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I, you know? The third brand, but um, five hours already with small... With yeah, more I totally down, agree. Um, um, but with, with NXT... And and it's, it's, I can't, I can't. I ain't got the time. No, 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 I'm, not, I'm, I'm not blaming you in the slightest because I've got the time in my hands, to be honest. And um, yeah. like I say, if I had a bit more time, I would like to watch 205 Live more often and NXT UK because I only kind of flick in with those when something big happens or whatever. But... Um, NXT as NXT is for me it's the best brand out of the three. Um yeah. what they're what they're doing there, you know, Triple H and Shawn Michaels have produced um and the storytelling and they've got a win. And um yeah. yeah, I'm looking for the next takeover. I think that'll be fun. The good thing about it is as well, so like this is why I believe SmackDown is kind of more popular than Raw, um, as a weekly viewer. It's because it's shorter. And um yeah. With NXT, you don't get the same guys every week. You kind of get a, a reshuffle. So next week, we'll probably get Johnny Gargano. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's shuffled better. And um, what worries me in the future to come, um, SmackDown down three hours. If anything, we need to be reducing hours. You know yeah. what I mean? Take an hour off Raw. Give us all a bit of a break. Because um, yeah. I find you can have too much. Like I said earlier on the pod, like less is more sometimes. But 
But yeah, I realise I went on a little there. Um, is there anything you want to say to balance it out? I, don't, I didn't mean to keep talking there, but I'm quite passionate about NXT. Sorry. Um, no, not really, to be honest with you. There's not anything that I've significantly um, got in mind. And uh, I mean, put it out there to everyone that I, 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 I don't hate NXT. In fact, I love NXT. Um, I do think it's the third brand as well. And um, I, I, I actually generally think it's better um, than a lot of the the stuff that Raw and SmackDown come out with. It's just um, keeping it up with it all. And especially with Raw and SmackDown being the two main ones still, you know, regardless whether we think which is better or not, they're still the, the two main ones. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I keep... I keep my my finger to the pulse with that um, more than anything, and by the time I've gone through that, I get exhausted and and don't really see a uh, see as much as as NXT as I'd like. But um, there we go. No, absolutely. I um, I I I I, I think NXT um, is definitely definitely the the the, the third brand of them. Um, worth watching. I mean, um, they don't do enough shows here for my liking. If you're going to no. go and watch it here, you have to kind of go to that download festival. Um, I think it's in Derby, and um, it's not my kind of music, so it's not even like I can tick off two things at once. Um, like the last NXT show I went to was when it had like I think it was um, Finn Balor versus Samoa Joe, and then you had like Bailey and Carmella, and it, I went to Bournemouth for it. Do you know what I mean? And it was like. Yeah. It's been such a long time since they've brought something over for us, NXT-related. Um, but it's, again, it's because they're trying to push this NXT UK stuff, which um, I, don't, I don't know if it's going to be a long-term work, to be honest. It's, um, I, know, I know a lot of wrestling fans that go to Manias and are big, big fans, and they're not watching it. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's, on a, it's on an ideal time for us as well. It's on a, it's on a Wednesday at like 8 o'clock our time. So we could all watch it, but we just choose not to. You know, it's weird. <laughs> I, I don't see yeah. a downer on it. Like I say, I'll only flick onto it when there's something worth watching. But, I mean, I'm not a fan of the kind of... Because um, you've got like people like Dave Mastiff, just to name a name, um, that are like heavy-looking guys, and it's a throwback to the old-school British style or whatever. But I, I just don't like watching that style of wrestling. You know, I prefer athletic stuff, you know, like um, a Jordan Devlin, for example, who's more athletic. Um, mm. That's just what I prefer to watch. And I don't like these big fat blokes coming out and just bulldozing over people. It's just not yeah. fun, in my mind. But yeah, that is what it is, NXT UK. It's going to be for everyone, but it's mm. definitely, not, definitely not for me, really. I, I mean, I, li- I like the women's division on it. There are some good women on it, like um, you've got like Kaylee Ray. Uh, Ginny, they're, they're quite good in in ring performers, but obviously Tony Storm's taking kind of all the headlines and with Rhea Ripley as well. So, um, but yeah, that's, um, uh, and uh, of course, as we've mentioned it uh, a few times today, uh, the, um, WWE of course are coming, doing a UK tour, um, stopping off at um, Ireland, and then going to the UK. Um, where they're going to have the Royal Smackdown tapings. They've announced it uh, three days ago with the wrestling, with the wrestlers that are going to do meet and greet. So already Baron Corbin was yesterday at Belfast and 
Kofi Kingston was today at Dublin. Um, and that was at Smith's. Um, Ricochet is going to be at Fennec on the 11th of May in Newcastle. Uh, Samara Joe will be at Smith's on the 13th of May in Bournemouth. Uh, Cesaro will be at Smith's on the 14th of May, and that's in Charlton. Um, and Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins will be at the Entertainer Toy Store on the 15th of May at Birmingham. And Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot will be at uh, Hamley's, I believe. I oh, I've no, I've not seen that one. It's, it's not in the London Hamleys, is it? No, no, Car- Cardiff, 17th okay. of May. Um, and that's all 4pm. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, just on a personal standpoint from those meets, um, I've done a few of them over the years, and uh, you can just get a wristband on the day. Just get there maybe like half an hour, an hour before, because yeah. they're, all, they're all situated a little bit away from the arena. Like mm-hmm. even even with the London ones, they don't normally do London ones on the taping days. Um, so we're lucky to get one this time. I don't know whether or not I'm going to go yet. Um, I'm still umming and ahhing because it starts at 11 a.m. our time, isn't it? And um, I've got to try and get across London rush hour morning. So I don't know if I'm going to try for it or not yet. But um, they are they are good fun and they will sign and take a little bit of time with you. Um, I got to meet Oscar at the November one um, at Wembley for the house show, but. Yeah, if you're near to one, if you're a listener of ours that are a little bit further afield, because um, we're both Londoners, but if you're a bit further afield, I would recommend going and, see, going and seeing someone. Um, they are good fun, and yeah, they'll sign everything for you, take a photo. All good, and they're free as well, mostly. Yeah, um, yeah. From, from what I understand, I've, I've never... They do su- sort of suggest that you should buy something, but in the... Yeah, they suggest it. Um, yeah, and, I, and people tend to anyway because why wouldn't you, right? If it's free, then you've got that time to get like a I don't know, maybe a a, a cheaper belt so that you can just get it signed for the sake of getting it signed and having oh, yeah. it. So over the years, I've seen the people get the most things signed by people. You know, like last year in the Oscar queue, someone was getting like a Zack Ryder figure signed by her. You know? <laughs> like you say, it just makes no sense. But they felt like they had to make a purchase, <laughs> yeah. and it's like you don't. <laughs> Um, yeah, you can just sort of turn up with your own bit of memorabilia yeah. or whatever, um, <laughs> get it signed. Because it always says in the small print that they, you know, they can't put it on. Because um, I mean, it is a WWE event anyway, so they're just um, they're just using their location as such. And um, yeah, they, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess they make a bit of money out of it, but I'm not really sure the business side of things. But they're all right. You won't even wait too long either, queue wise. You'll probably only wait an hour. They're not. They're not overly busy from from previous. Have you ever been to one in in town? No, dude. Um, I mean, I think you know about my um, heartbreak story. As um, anyway, uh, well, I mean, call it long story short. Um, I was working when AJ was in uh, two years ago uh, for the UK tour, and uh, he was two stores away from me. And, um, yeah, I, I was working, so I couldn't go and see him. Um, but it was nice that I had some fans coming in and bragging it, showing it to my face. Oh, yeah, guess who I met? AJ, he's just two doors nets. And I was like, great. Did that well, make things stuck... better, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I was stuck behind a till working. But, you know, hey-ho, one of those things. Yeah, uh, I mean, um, I didn't go to that one personally because I think it started at something like 9 a.m. I think you had to go. It, it did, a... yeah, it did. It, it started 
Selfridges, um, that's right, yeah. Yeah, they, they were running it slightly differently. And um, they were, like, giving out wristbands quite early, and you have to get there early, and then kind of come back or whatever. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, getting across London, central London, at 9 o'clock in the morning isn't an easy task. You know, so um, yeah. I think I, I gave that one a knock on the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I'm, I'm you. It's one of those ones. Really? I I... Even for AJ, yeah. you wouldn't you wouldn't make you wouldn't make it in rush hour. Even for AJ, if it's it was free. One of those, it's one of those ones that I wish. He's VP on. now, isn't he? Well, yeah. This is this is exactly the point because I met him um, when he just signed. Like in that year, he'd signed at Mania 32, yeah. and um, because I, I always kind of use the rule of oh well, if I've met them, if they're not like an I mean, I, I do like AJ Styles, don't get me wrong, but if it's yeah. like I can live without it kind of thing. It's like Cesaro being in London. I've met him countless times, so that's why I'm not overly bothered. It'll just be something to do. Okay, so, fair. Uh, so fair. yeah, that, that's how I kind of go with it. But with mm. Asuka last year, um, my photo in Orlando with her didn't, didn't come out great. The, the people at Access, for some reason, they don't know how to use a camera. Uh, <laughs> I've heard this. Yeah, I mean, they're standing there all day taking photos of people. That's their job. And they don't know how to take a picture. It's awful. So they always come out blurred. Um, And I showed you my AJ Styles earlier today. You know what I mean? They they always come out blurred. So if if I can kind of... Or maybe it's the cameras. I don't know, maybe. Yes, because I use my phone this year, to be honest, because then they can just go bang, bang, bang and take loads at once. And then you get one good one. You know, but um, yeah, so I'm only under the impression if it's like, if I can get a better photo and kind of correct that experience, I'll do that. But it's not something I'm going to like go desperate over and, you know, travel all around the country for. But like you say, if if you're in that town, you know, if you live in Newcastle, you live in... Yeah, exactly. Make the most of it. Yeah, Um, yeah, make the most of it and go and say hello. I mean, to be honest, at signings as well, they're lovely. It's only when you're stopping them in public. so in in August, um, me and a friend went to the weird house show that they did in August at the O2, and um, we bumped into Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Titus O'Neil, and Finn Balor on the tube. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we had them pinned in the tube, effectively. And we could have been those guys that go, oh, can we get a photo? But they're on their personal time. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I just yeah. look at it as a bit of a dick move, if you're going to be that guy to be like... But then I also looked at it as, well... If if it was I'm not gonna one... lie, I'll probably maybe that guy. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, what no. are you gonna get them on a tube? Three of them at yeah. the same time. That's like, I mean, if it's, if it's someone like Finn Balor, for example, who is yeah. usually a VIP as well, but yeah. only from a personal standpoint, like not to put myself over, but I'd met them all, um, and I gave you know I gave. Where you go things. again? <laughs> I've been to eight manias. It's gonna happen. <laughs> But yeah, I gave like uh, Finn Balor a little too sweet on the tube, and that was it. You know what I mean? And he appreciated the fact that we left him alone. So that, yeah. me, for me, that's a nice memory, rather than oh, I've got this photo with this person, but he was a dick to me. Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. uh, it's all part and parcel. But I would suggest cool. not for them on their personal time. But you you don't be a dick about it, Ash, don't you worry, mate? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a bit of a dick, so there we go. So, yeah. I mean, that's not a surprise. Um, and uh, just to finish off, because we are running slightly over time now, uh, with rumours of the um, of the tour that's happening in the UK. So, um, although Sasha Banks was listed internally for the European tour, according to PW Insider, uh, she didn't travel with the Royal Roster um, when they left for Ireland uh, on Tuesday, and she wasn't on Wednesday. She wasn't on Wednesday show yesterday show in Belfast. So. Um, there I, we go. Um, be honest, but um, sorry, 
didn't think she would be in truth. No. But, um, and Leo know. Rush as well. Leo Rush wasn't. Um, it wasn't backstage at Raw, and it's not listed for the European tour either. So there we go. You have heard in the past where they've flown in just for the Raw SmackDown, then they go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just not in a, a capacity to kind of work on the tour date. So that's not uncommon. But um, but yeah, fair enough. I didn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. didn't. I didn't know that. So. Anyway, uh, I think we'll, we'll we'll end it there, and um, we'll give you our two cents of Raw and SmackDown from actually being there. We may probably add something in. We don't know. We'll see how we feel. Yeah, we'll see how that pans out. We're still new to this podcast. Yeah, exactly. exactly. See how that works out, yeah. But uh, no, thanks a lot, guys, for tuning in. And uh, we'll see you down the road next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Have a good evening. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.